Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're continuing our summer series about Montessori outside the classroom. So in the previous two episodes, we talked about space and time. And so if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, we'd really encourage you to start there. This episode, we'll be talking about putting them together. We had space, we had time, and so now let's put those together. What's one area that would be a big impact? Is it a time of day? Is it an area in the home? Is it a process? What's something that would make a big impact and how can we use those space and time principles to make things a little bit easier? The whole point of this summer series about Montessori outside the classroom is to make things easier. So we're not looking for the big solution. Well, one thing that would make things easier would be moving closer to family so we had a little bit more built-in support. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? As someone who lives far away from their family, that would be fantastic. But we're looking for a minor change that has big dividends, something that will domino and have really good ripple effects to make things easier. So what's one area of daily life or something that's regularly part of the routine, whether it's daily getting up each day or closing out the day uh, or something that's part of the regular routine, maybe it's Sunday evenings, that causes a bit of discomfort that every time that rolls around, there's a bit of stress or frustration or sometimes some tears. One area that tends to always come up that's a little bit frustrating. It could be helpful to focus on an area that comes up regularly, not let's say, getting ready for vacation, something that would come up predictably, but not frequently, or not something that would require a huge overhaul. It would be nice if we had a bigger backyard. Something that is simple, manageable, something that could be achieved in very little time at all, maybe a few hours of thought and gathering a few materials you have around the house already. Minimal effort maximum dividends. So we're going to talk about a few areas where this might be pertinent. Lunches. Food is one of those areas where children feel like they have a little bit of control and when they have so little control over so much else in their life, we like to exert control when we feel like we have a little bit of power. It's natural. You need to eat lunch every day, sometimes packing a lunch or sometimes remembering the lunch or deciding what to put in the lunch can be a little bit challenging. It can be frustrating to forget the lunch on the counter or in the car day after day or what was last week's favorite food is now this week's nemesis, whatever the case may be. Lunch can be one of those challenging areas. So what's the difficulty? Is the difficulty remembering to pack the lunch? Is the difficulty what goes in the lunch? Is the difficulty getting that lunch eaten each day? And so identifying what those difficulties are and setting up the space and time to make sure it happens. Sometimes it's something as simple as setting a reminder or setting a timer on those pocket devices that we carry with us everywhere. Our phones can be our allies. Technology can be our ally. We set an alarm 
for five minutes earlier than we think we need to that says lunch question mark and we make sure it's in the car or next to the door. Maybe it's preparing it the night before because as good as our intentions are to pack one each morning, the morning time flies and the evening we can often eke out five more minutes to put some peanut butter on a piece of bread. If the challenge is having foods that a child likes, perhaps it means eliciting some buy-in on that weekly shopping trip, asking a child, what do you want your protein to be? Here are three options. What do you want your fruit to be? Here are three options. What do you want your vegetable to be? Here are three options. Whatever your family's nutritional needs, having a little bit of buy-in, having a little bit of choice and exerting that power when we can do something about it when we're at the store. If you've chosen deli meat or if you've chosen hummus, all right, wonderful. Do you want roasted red pepper, plain or garlic? Fantastic. Once you feel like you have a little bit of choice and that's being respected, we're opening the door for cooperation. And isn't that what we want? We want children to feel like they have respect and independence, but also within that scaffolding, within that channel that we've set up. So giving options that we are comfortable with. Setting an alarm can help make sure that the lunch is packed and that the lunch is somewhere accessible if that's at the front of the fridge or if that's next to your coffee on the counter or if it's next to the door with a little reminder right at a child's eye level to grab that lunch as they head out the door. What's going to make it easiest for your family? These challenges are unique as each family's situation. So what small change can be prepared with space and with time can set this situation up for success. Another time that can be challenging for many families is the morning. And so moving a few things to the night before. Maybe is it picking out the outfit the night before, packing that lunch the night before. Maybe is it setting the alarm five or 10 minutes earlier, as uncomfortable as it is, even that little bit of a buffer can be such a benefit. It can make that tumultuous morning into an easier morning. Maybe it's the surprise that comes up with, oh, you haven't gotten yourself dressed? Well, did you brush your teeth? Well, did you eat breakfast? All these things that we take for granted, but actually they're easy to forget when we get wrapped into the moment of putting something away, putting laundry away, putting dishes away, or for a child of getting pulled down the rabbit hole of playing with a favorite toy or easing into their day. That's when those five or 10 extra minutes mean that we can set ourselves up to say, yes. Did you get yourself dressed? Did you brush your teeth? Did you eat breakfast? Yes, you can play. Yes, we can read a book together. As hard as it is to get up a little bit earlier, if it means we can say yes to these relationship building things, it's often worth it. Sometimes making a visual chart of all the activities that need to happen before we get out the door can help a child feel empowered. I know what I need to do because even though we know in our minds what we need to do, having it in front of us means it's not a surprise. Seeing visually maybe a sticker with a shirt and a sticker with a toothbrush and a sticker with a glass of orange juice or whatever is representative of having breakfast. I did all my tasks, now I get to play. Or I did all my tasks, now I'm ready for my day. In the same vein, maybe it's the evening routine. Maybe the start of the day is flawless because we're all morning people, but at the end of the day, all of a sudden it's bedtime and nobody's ready 
and toys aren't put away and baths haven't started and that time is just slipping away. So maybe the bedtime routine, again, needs to be moved just a bit earlier. As hard as it is to close out the day, we know it's coming. We're going to set the next day up for success if everybody gets to bed on time. And so what's it going to take for everyone to get to bed on time? Maybe it's moving that bath to before dinner. Maybe it's giving a five-minute warning or a five-minute reminder of this is our last book or it looks like you're having a great time with those Legos. Five more minutes before we're going to need to tidy up together. And when things are eking toward the end of the day, when everyone's getting a little bit tired, sometimes we need a little bit more support. Sometimes we're not our best selves. So those are the moments when we can tidy up together, give those little extra reminders, and move ourselves closer to bed rather than pushing that deadline The last area that we'll make suggestions for is the start of the week. For many of us, that's Sunday evening. And that Sunday evening can be a little bit stressful. That Sunday evening can be a little bit blue for many of us. And we want to have just one more adventure before we're back to our everyday business as usual. We want to have just one more little bit of time together with our favorite people before we're all in our separate spaces that we might always love, but we're not together. So starting that Sunday evening routine to set the week up for success. There's this idea of paying it forward to your future self. What's my future self going to be thankful I did tonight? What's my future self going to be happy and thank my past self for. So maybe that's preparing those lunches. Maybe it's looking at the weather and looking at the calendar. What does this week entail? What are we going to need? So we don't get to Thursday night and remember we don't have a permission slip. We don't get to Monday morning and realize we don't have any ingredients for lunches. Maybe it's, I thought I was going to wear shorts all week, but there are thunderstorms predicted all week, guess we better find that windbreaker and maybe some closed-toed shoes. Preparing for what is to come helps us feel prepared for what is to come, helps us feel ready for what is coming down the road and sets us up for success. And we can do this as a family, as a group, looking at what everybody's schedule is going to entail. Oh, I have a very important meeting on Wednesday. Better make sure that I take my suit to the dry cleaners tomorrow so that children can see that we do this too. So much of what we do is hidden to children because our thought process is internal. It's in our minds. We go through the same problem solving that we want children to be doing, but it's in our minds. They can't see us troubleshooting and planning ahead. So when we externalize that, when we look at our calendar and verbalize the internal monologue that we're going through, oh, Monday I need to do this. What do I need to get ready for that? Tuesday I need to do this. What do I need to get ready for that? It's showing, it's demonstrating these skills that we're helping children to develop. Otherwise, it can be, oh, that's just so easy for you. You're a grown-up and these skills are magical. Or we can realize we're taking on the responsibility for a child when actually, if we have the skills, we're able to do a lot of that ourselves. 
These are just a few areas that come up frequently where space and time can come together to create a smooth process setting us up for success. And like we've talked about in previous episodes, once we have a bit of success, it just dominoes from there. Once we have one moment during our day that is successful, it's easy or it's easier to set other moments up for success. Maybe we start with the hardest part, or maybe we start with something that's only a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe mornings are really challenging. So let's start with evenings. Let's get evenings in order, pay it forward to our future morning selves and see how that changes things. And then maybe that makes things easier to change for the morning routine. Or maybe we start with Sunday. Sunday's not so challenging and we have all day. Let's figure out what it's going to take to set everything up for success. So whether you start with the most challenging or the aspect that only needs incremental change, changing just one small thing, one manageable aspect of the common routine and see how that has ripple effects into other challenging areas. Maybe if we address the lunch, the whole morning routine goes easier. Maybe setting up Sundays for success means the whole week goes smoother. Each family situation is unique and we might not have addressed the area that is most pertinent to your family. But we hope that these suggestions have gotten the wheels moving and help you find today's perfect solution for your unique family's needs. Thanks for listening. We love the feedback we're receiving about this summer series, so keep it coming. Keep those comments and questions and suggestions coming. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bondec, and email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at Until next time.